0: I'm a tall person from now on when I'm sitting on the plane, and the person in front of me reclines their seat back on me, I'll assume it was their stand that made them do
1: it. Yeah, because no one should do that. Yeah,
0: why would you do that No one,
1: don't recline. Also, it's like two inches. It's not going to do anything for you. But yeah, don't recline your seat back on planes. Yeah,
2: it's true.
0: Unless it's at night and everyone's doing
2: it. It's 2020, and we as a society have gotten past the point where we're allowed to recline seats on planes. Yeah, absolutely not.
0: You can only do it if Spice Girl shows up and forces you to. Yeah,
1: (laughs) if Notorious B.I.G. is attacking you, then do what you have to
0: Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Courtney Stanton. And
2: I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And
0: today we're going to talk to you about Persona. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: the Japanese RPG game series. Based but, on
2: JoJo's. Yes.
1: And today Trish gets her Persona. Yep.
2: <laughs> the, uh, if you've played any of the Persona games, in addition to the stuff that we've said in the past about how persona is based on jojos loosely this is also like a literal speech that any given persona gives you when you get a new persona like i am you you are me
1: yeah yeah it's honestly like i can't remember how the other personas manifest because i played persona 3 first so that's the one i imprinted on but basically same if the jojos uh shot themselves in the head with a spirit gun that would basically the only way that it could become more like persona
2: but they but the that that was uh jojo shooting himself in the head right yeah yeah. basically yeah so it is from that that's that's what that's, that's the, the reference yes um that's right i forgot about that yep yeah <laughs> but yeah it's <laughs> like, based on jojos
1: but yeah but yeah, to the extent that you know like part five is is about
0: a bunch of teen criminals yeah, a bunch and of gay thieves yes and part four is about a small town serial killer <laughs> yes yeah, so. and-
1: which is why i think even though i just started persona five it's already like not holding my attention as well because i'm like but there's not a mystery mm-hmm. but it's fine
2: um also i mean if you look it up they, they do like the jojos poses and like
1: yeah. That makes sense. In the
2: order, we've we've posted about the like depth of the persona of JoJo's connection before and talked about it.
1: But yeah, so Trish gets her stand, spicy lady. I'm shocked.
2: I had no idea she had a stand. Well,
1: I watched the opening credits, so I was ready for that. <laughs> I
2: closed my eyes during the opening credits the whole time for
1: fear of spoilers.
2: Yeah. Yes, yeah, so this is Spice Girl. I really I
1: like. How all of this plays out. I like, I feel like this is what I wanted from Koichi's stand awakening because Trish also has a. Oh my God, imagine
2: if when Koichi's stand awakened, it was Spice Girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Trish's stand awakening sequence has been kind of happening for a while. It's with her being able to see stands and, and getting a little freaked out by them. But I like this where. She's in a situation where she's like, all right, I need to, like, leave. <laughs> like, not, <laughs> yeah. I need to go now to save my life. And instead, she's doing things that, like, put her in more danger to help. And I like that disconnect where she's like, what am I doing? I like Spice Girl. I like basically everything about Spice, Spice Girl. Spice Girl's is
2: one of my favorite stands in all of JoJo's, especially, I mean, design-wise, I yeah. think that... She's like probably my favorite. I
1: think part of it is she has really good pupils. Like her eyes are actually really detailed. And so it seems, and since she talks, it's much more like a fully formed character
0: talking to you. She's just so sassy. Well, and design wise, she has a lot of resonance with King Crimson, too.
2: That's true. A lot of the the cross hatching. Yeah. 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 But she's just so robotic and. I don't know i I love Spice girl I've drawn I've painted her a couple of times. She's just really great. Yeah.
1: I like that the immediate dynamic is that Spice Girl is just doming the shit out of Trish yep. yeah yeah like, but then she goes,
0: please give me orders well <laughs> so she's a switch
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean they they have like a good dynamic yeah. um, I really like Trish how Trish realizes like that she is capable of having like agency and her own self-determination, which is by like kind of accidentally just having it and then being like, you know what? Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is, well, this is exactly how it happens in the Persona games. Like like that's like that right. happens yeah. over and over and over again. Right. Yeah. But
1: yeah, I yeah. like that the episode starts with her yelling for Bukalati for help and ends with her defying the orders that he gives her, in order yeah. to save him. Yeah. Right. And so it's like it's good, so good good job. Good satisfying episode
0: personally. Yeah,
2: uh, I this is one of my favorite episodes in the season. Um I just think it's like a really solid episode of anime
0: yeah it's the second episode where we turn a large vehicle into a condom
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need out of my anime yeah so um, I forgot and that other one was great too yeah <laughs> I
1: forgot that her catchphrase when she's fighting is yelling wannabe which so good for the babies in the audience oh was my gosh like, no, <laughs>
0: no. Wanna, I'm sorry I was at a party the other day with a bunch of like early 20s people and scary yeah we were talking about like cheesy movies and someone's offered up spice world and the immediate response was what's that
2: yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. no 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 no
1: no <laughs> I hate it voting at all it's all born after 911 like it's that's that's <sighs> sorry. Um, so yeah, so for if you don't know, it's okay. And also, I'm very excited to tell you it's that okay. the first big international single from the what, what was it? it like formed planned girl group? What do we call that? Um, Isn't that just a girl group?
2: Prefab. I
1: get yeah, prefab. pre-fab yeah. <laughs> the prefabricated girl group Spice Girls was called Wannabe, Be, and it's great. And you should go listen to it right now.
2: It uh, has lesbian overtones.
1: <laughs> yeah, all of the Spice Girls <laughs> have kidding. lesbian it's overtones.
2: Just. It's just warning. Even, even when I was nine, I remember like listening to it and being like, but wait, wait. <laughs> why am I getting with why am I getting yeah. with her? Why does he why does why? <laughs>
1: yeah. I always like it when songwriters accidentally make stuff that it's like and like I understand what the intent was, but that is not what normally Yeah, that's it not happens. what get with
2: means. Even yeah. in nineteen ninety seven, that wasn't what get with meant.
1: And I'm pretty sure in the UK it's also still not what get with meant. <laughs> Like, my favorite example of this is actually... Because it's, like, in K-pop and J-pop that happens sometimes where they make English songs where mm. you're like, oh, that's not... Like, there's a there's a K-pop song called uh, Warm Hole. <laughs> from what? Brown Eyed Girls. And, like, the chorus is, like, fire in the hole when you touch me down there, which I'm like... What th- is it supposed to be? Well, I think it's supposed to be, like, you turn me on, but it sounds that like is- they ate some bad tacos or something, you No, that you know? sounds...
2: That's extremely horny. That's it, way hornier than I expected.
1: It's extraordinarily horny and yet also indicates like intestinal distress. You know, it's like it's 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 not quite what I think. It doesn't Warm quite stick to the landing. Yeah.
2: That's so That's <laughs> extremely explicit. I don't think that was an accident if those were the lyrics.
1: No, but I I think the accident was that it's like fire in the hole isn't like like it doesn't it sounds like I mean, I understand.
2: I mean, it's like
0: saying, when I see you, my genitals burn.
2: Yeah. Like, it's like, do we... My loins are on fire.
0: I think it's what they're going for. But instead, I'm like, should
2: I get
1: you an amoxicillin prescription? (laughs) Right. You know, like, it just doesn't Um, quite
2: land. Can I tell a story about the Spice Girls? As long as we're having Spice Girls hour. Yeah. So, um, I was in fourth grade when Spice Girls were at their, their apex, which I know makes me... I'm still the baby on this podcast. But you were alive, and so I was, therefore I was both alive and sentient. And so, therefore, you are old. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was nine, I guess. And in my class, there was this really popular girl who, like, led. She was like the ringleader of, you know, yeah. the girls who wished they the Ver- were as popular as her. The Regina George, exactly. There you go. And so, I'll just call her Regina George. That's
0: from a movie called Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my god! Don't don't remind me that Mean Girls came out almost sixteen years yeah, ago. Yeah, don't
0: don't confuse Spice Girls and Mean Girls. They're two no. different things. <laughs>
2: So yeah, so there was a Regina George in my class in fourth grade, and I was always like four levels under her coolness level. So like I wasn't even like one of the aspirational girls. You weren't in even on group. the radar. Yeah. yeah, and then eventually she like let me in to their to like on like kind of like a probational basis, um, and the group what they would do is during snack they would sit in circle, and portion out like Spice Girls songs and like sing them like bit by bit so like everyone would get like a line.
1: Oh my God. Um, and this is both <laughs> like an anxiety inducing <laughs> amount of structure and also amazing.
2: So this one girl who was like probably she was like a sadder sack than I was because I at least like had a little bit of confidence and this one girl was like really just clearly just trying so hard. Um, so what line did like, she get? Even I felt bad for her. Well, the thing is that that Regina, I almost said real name, that <laughs> Regina George, I still remember who all of these people were, that Regina George like took one of her lines or something for herself <laughs> and then she, the other girl, protested and then I like stood up for her and I was like you already have four lines and she only had one or two or whatever and now, like now you have this many and she had this many and Regina George looks at me and goes you want to be a part of this group and I respect that. But if you're going to be rude to me, I'm not going to be very nice to you either. And I was like, fine. And I left and I was like, so proud of myself for taking a stand against this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we were nine years old and that was the like one day that I was ever in like the, the cool club, the cool club. I, I, yeah. Yeah.
1: Eliz, you can sing as many of the Spice Girls lyrics as you want here.
2: Look, I was never in it for the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I was in it for the social justice. <laughs> 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 Little self-righteous You were in it baby, for the girl Elis. power. Yeah. I was. I was. These girls were all like, you know, they were, they were allowed to wear like platforms. I was never. I always had to wear like the clogs with the straps on the back.
1: See, the cl- I like the clogs with straps on the back.
2: Everyone else had normal ones, but my mom thought they were unsafe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: moms that's the most mom thing <laughs>
2: anyway fourth grade yeah I mean, a, look, a traumatic we, time <laughs> Look,
0: we wouldn't be making this podcast today had you died in a clog related accident <laughs>
2: That's so, a really good point. Yeah. Thanks,
0: Eliza's mom for
1: saving her life. Thank yeah. you, mom. Her footwear. Um.
2: Yeah. So I like for a second, I actually was just like, "Wow is are, is the story about the Spice Girls relevant to this episode?" And then I looked at the name of it, I'm like, mm, it is shockingly the only <laughs> time when this is extremely relevant to our podcast. Oh, I have another Spice Girls story. <laughs> Sorry. Do it. Let's this do one's it. really good too. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's actually really sad, but. <laughs> But when I was again in 4th grade, um it's a big year for you. It was I was suffering. Oh. <laughs> I was a sad baby. <laughs> I was still like trying really hard to like be cool, but I didn't like all the things the other girls liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, I was pretending to even to myself. I actually wrote about this in a comic a while back. But, like, I actually, like, wrote in my diary that, like, one of my secrets was that I'm, like, the Spice Girls' number one fan. Like, I literally had never heard their music. (laughs) I was just trying. I also, like, put a Backstreet Boys poster, like, on my wall and, like, pretended I was interested in them.
1: Oh, God. That is the most heterosexual thing I've ever heard of.
2: No, I think it's the gayest thing you've ever heard of. Well, in that I was yes. putting a factory. No, but that's post- like yeah.
1: heteronormative culture in yeah. a nutshell. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to tell anyone I'm into this group of girls. And instead well, of no, no pretending to be into this group
2: of boys. No, but I was pretending in my diary to be into the Spice Girls. <laughs> I wasn't really into them. I just said that because I wanted to be cool.
0: <laughs> and you thought that- to myself. Yeah, to your diary. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't want you know Voldemort to think you were uncool yeah, yeah that's true and
2: to think I didn't know who the Spice Girls were so. no, I mean that's fair I like I, I
0: mean he's I think, English
2: I still remember there was that this fucking Backstreet Boys poster that was on my wall you could see one of their feet and I was so disgusted
1: oh my god, <laughs> oh my god yeah. was, one was one of, of them the on toilet? toilet
2: I was just gonna ask that <laughs>
1: That would be the worst poster for <laughs> Elis. Just barefoot oh. on the toilet. And <laughs> oh my nice God. Can
2: we go back in time and like give that, make that poster and give it to my <laughs> Just <laughs> nine-year-old Bligh-
1: Brian Luttrell
2: pants I think it down. was, I think, it, I don't know. Whose foot which was, was it?
1: Was that Howie, AJ, Kevin, Brian? I
2: think it was. <laughs> wait,
1: there's one more that wait, I'm what forgetting. Was the other one. All right. So there's, there's, oh, there's, which was the John Backstreet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> which was the one that was like, oh, Nick?
0: Yes,
1: Nick Carter. Oh my God. I can't believe uh, I forgot.
0: Oh my God. I forgot Nick Carter. If you put a gun to my head and <laughs> ask me to name one back, life, <laughs> that might be the one that I would manage. Then, to, I, when to you to know. combine
2: remember. your powers, you're perfect. But <laughs> you, mean, a gun could be put to both of you, and you'd be able to come up with the all
1: thing. Of is them. is I was obviously an in sync fan, as demonstrated yeah. earlier when we were booking out more recording episodes of our podcast. And I was like, "Oh, we won't we won't be recording on <laughs> Justin Timberlake's birthday this year." Sometimes I forget my own email address, but I will know the full names of all five members of NSYNC until the day I die.
2: Well, I'm pretty sure that... I can't remember. I think it was like... Maybe they were all barefoot, and I was trying to convince it's myself p- that likely. I had a crush on one of them so that I could like fit in. And he was also barefoot, and I was like trying to ignore the fact that he was barefoot. It didn't work, yeah.
1: I mean, I like I did sort of a similar thing with New Kids on the Block because that was the one that came out like right. when I was yeah. a kid, and my babysitters were into them. Right. But I just like puberty had not hit yet yeah you, so, yeah. you would have been like
0: eight yeah. yeah
1: and so i was just like uh jordan one is there a jordan you know i was like, <laughs> I, was like I, mean, I have no idea i mean
2: i had crushes on like i had a crush on like a boy in my class but i but yeah grown up
1: adult men like who I, the hell? yeah i was
2: like what i was like i don't understand the concept but yes absolutely i have a crush on them what
1: sure yeah yeah uh-huh. Definitely. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Also, it would not surprise me if they were all like on a beach barefoot. That sounds like the kind of photo shoot that...
2: I think it was something like that. It was just like, I just remember like being haunted by their feet. Yeah.
1: See, if it was an NSYNC poster, I would be able to probably tell you which NSYNC poster because I had all of them.
2: I think this might have been like a fold out from a CD. I bought one of the CDs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or it could have come from like J14 or TV. I never was cool
2: enough to have either Tiger J14. Or, no, no, wasn't cool
1: enough, enough to like track them down to the grocery store. No, and be I like, wasn't mom, cool I'm enough
2: because I would, whenever I would ask my mom for something like that, I would like blush really hard. I couldn't oh, do it. Oh, no. I'm telling you, I'm like, I was like a really giant, sad baby. I was, never mind. Thank, anyway. No, thank God, no, but, but then your stand awoke. Yeah, and she
1: was like, "You're a lesbian."
2: Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happens to Trish in this episode. Yeah, like, to basically. bring back to it. You're a hot lesbian. Yeah, I'm a hot lesbian. Yeah. We are a hot lesbian right. together.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I like. I I feel like they did a good job of uh, they did justice to how this beats out in the manga too because mm-hmm. like I remember reading this arc and just being like, "Hot damn! Tr- like this is why I like Trish. I think this is why yeah. everyone likes Trish. Yeah. Is honestly, I actually I really like Spice Girl. But Spice Girl's
0: part of Trish, so I guess mm-hmm. I like Trish. Yeah. Um uh, so, so yeah Spice Girls power is making things soft and I like that Trish is like this is so fucking useless and then Spice Girls like no it's not let me show you the cool things you it can do It is the yeah. strongest thing.
2: Yeah. It's counterintuitive well, it in an awesome way.
0: Who's the one who keeps saying the the simplest stands are the strongest? I forget. So that's like someone's no, that's someone in in JoJo's. That's there, like yeah, oh. I was gonna
2: say. I've never said that. I before. pointed
0: at Eliz. I was like, I've I don't never which said, I said that them.
2: because I think Gold Experience is the strongest and God's <laughs> it is very not simple, simple. The least simple. simple. It has a thousand powers.
0: But yeah, I think just the whole thing where it's like you make things soft to make them stronger, or you you know like sort of soak up the kinetic energy of something. Yeah. it's like it's it's cool. I, I I like it a lot. It's sort of because yeah. the thing it's
1: not that she just makes things softer. It's that she it seems to there seems to be like an elasticity component. Yeah, to yeah it. Abakio says. Softer. It's, it. it's like oh it's like rubber it's
0: pleasant yeah. and springy
2: yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah uh, it's uh I, but i do really like how it's like oh you think like diamonds are like the hardest thing to break because they're so hard but what's even harder to break if you go back around and actually make it not hard at all and it's like my sure. mind is exploding but i totally agree
1: spice girl
0: is unbreakable
1: well and yeah. so spice girl is i think the first of the really like whatever if we're, i think we've now fully exited like the mid era JoJo's because like late and modern JoJo stands are all this kind of brain-breaking shit where it's like ah yes and I really I think part of why I like this episode so much is because certain things even though the animation quality is a little (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah they forgot
2: to draw Trish's toes at some point and her foot was just like a lump it's fine
1: the thing with like the front of the airplane fuselage being turned into a giant parachute and it like with like rippling in the wind. Yeah. So you yeah. get a lot of that kind of thing where it's like things that behaving in ways that physics says they don't, and I I really am into that. I think that's part of why I like it as an anime episode, just because it's really successful to see stuff that you know on the page. It's like oh, okay, but yeah.
0: I I think after the last Notorious Big fake out, where it comes back after having like eaten the engines, yeah, yeah. um, just when the back half of the plane is just yeah, being yeah, yeah, consumed yeah. by it, it's it's just really dramatic and yeah, cool. I really like it a lot. Yeah,
1: although I will say, like the way that this actually resolves. For Trish, where she's just like, no, it's gone. Arrivederci. Like that whole <laughs> segment. I found myself being like, this feels really forced, and Trish seems dumb, and I don't really think that about That's Trish. That's because
2: you hate all the catchphrases. I hate all the catchphrases. Except for wannabe.
1: Well, wannabe is brilliant. Yeah. Um, but like the, all of that packaging. And so I'm like, I, again, I'm like, I think if they stop doing that, because they do it to Naranja every time. Every fright Narancha yes. has. He gets a lot of that. And that's part of why. Because I'm just like, I don't like that. So I don't like that style of
0: like fight resolution or whatever you want to call it. Like it just really grates um, on me. It seems super cheesy. I do like that this battle is it's got that JoJo's cadence where there's multiple fake outs. Yes. And uh I actually like the middle one best where Spice Girl like uses the Metal bar to like smash,
2: yeah. I G. actually like up. went through that a um, bunch of times and took screenshots because I just love the whole yeah. vibe there.
0: And uh, isn't that also where um, <laughs> where Spice Girl does the like, mm, mm, mm. no, that's later. later that's later on. That's when with the, she's talking here. to okay, Bukuladi okay, yeah, and
1: Abacchio because Abakio is the one who's like, it's when he's saying like diamonds are the hardest. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but and I she's I,
0: like, no one else is gonna get hurt. I just like when Spice Girl she says. It's time to move slowly, but with the strength of a vise. Yeah. It's yes. like, it was just really cool. It's yeah. just like, yep, just slowly, deliberately, just crush it to fucking death. Yeah, it's
1: really badass. I also like that the reason why it doesn't react at that point is because it's being distracted by the dumbest visual pun in the <laughs>
2: world. Punch in the clock. <laughs> you gotta punch the clock. Does
0: that even work in Japanese?
2: I don't know, but I think it's really funny. I mean, does it matter? No. Like, wh- what percentage of media that Araki has consumed is Japanese? Yeah, it's
1: fair. Oh right, we get the closest group selfie possible.
2: Yes. And I also love how everyone is like groping everyone else. Oh, yeah. And Trish is like (laughs) kind (laughs) of off to the side. She's like, I don't know. Trish is like, I I don't want to
1: get a staph infection. She's like, please don't put me close. She's the wrong kind of gay.
2: Yeah. She's like, I don't know how how, where I fit into this this group of flaming homosexual (laughs) men. (laughs) But it's fine. They're obviously they're obviously fond of me. Yeah. Um, and
1: then the episode closes with the boss. Is this where he breaks his own computer? Yeah. Yeah. That's a mood. But yeah, the boss, thinking back to the photo that he took in 1986, five five know, five five sure.
2: When he was 20.
1: And we see the boss backlit and he has, you know, a very character designed outfit. Like my note is, gosh, I sure hope nobody wearing this outfit shows up <laughs> again. Because that would be a dead giveaway. Someone in like a midriff with like baggy pants belted at the waist. I don't remember if it's like that in the manga. I don't. I don't either, and I don't. I just don't care. If it wasn't, I know that David Pro would have fixed it. But
2: please write in. No, David Pro would not. We know this because there are other aspects of the boss that were inconsistent in the manga visually that David Pro just. Did not fix.
1: Oh, I guess that's fair. Like well, the
2: whole entire thing up until now, he's constantly shown to be like a generic.
1: I feel like they chose to like keep that. But why? Because I don't know.
2: it was so obviously a Rocky just not didn't have out. a design yet.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know. And I feel like they didn't do that with Kira. They they definitely yeah exactly straightened him out. So
2: As I well. don't know.
1: It's worse. I don't know what to tell you. So yeah. So it ends with us seeing a little bit of the boss back when he was you know. Imp- impregnating Trish's mom. I don't. Yeah, like, I
2: guess having that that very idyllic love affair that Bruno was talking about. We're going to talk
0: yeah. a lot more about how impregnating people works. Yes. Next episode Yeah. So, so
2: stay tuned. Definitely. I, yeah.
0: If you don't wanna, stop
2: listening to our podcast forever after Darius advertised it that way.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Take a shower and then listen to the next episode. (laughs) And then take 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 another shower. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, Oh, listen to
1: the Spice Girls while you're in there.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I did want to say that um, I like how Notorious B.I.G. gets cars Anubis. Oh, Oh, that's great. Yeah, Um, that's right. And he kind of becomes like a mythical sea monster. Yeah,
0: he actually. I mean, his his stand design means that he looks almost exactly like a giant squid when he's attacking those boats,
2: like a kraken kind of thing, which I really like. It reminds me of. spoiler alert for you haka show um <laughs> it reminds me of how like at the end of Yu Yu show this isn't really even a spoiler because it's not related to the plot at all but one of the characters has to do something that involves like abducting people basically and it like becomes clear to the audience that like oh all the like legends about alien abduction are actually just this thing that this character has been doing for all this time right so it's like this other kind of like retconning of like general mythology into the supernatural world yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland Ora Ora, Oregon you can follow us on Twitter at explainjojo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com we love to hear from our listeners so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that I would have pretended to leave for the Spice Girls when I was nine years old